Hi, so in my last podcast I talked about relationships and I talked about my kind of relationship history, a bit of my, my story, and I touched on the emotional and psychological impact that being in a toxic relationship can have on you, it can wear you down. So I just wanted to talk a little bit more and expand a little bit more on that and about living your life on eggshells when you're with in a relationship that's not doing your health any good, that's wearing you down, that's grinding, that you like constantly feels like you are treading on eggshells, that you don't want to say how you feel. You know, where it's not a two-way street, where it's more of a one-way street, where you're doing all the giving and they're doing all the taking. And that wears you down. It really, really does wear you down. So I just wanted to share with you the definition of abuse. Because most people associate domestic abuse as being physical. And it's not just physical. It is the mental and psychological impacts it can have as well. It could be financial abuse within a relationship somebody being very controlling. So the definition of sort of abuse is anything that has a detrimental effect on your mental health and well-being. Something that's inflicted by another person over a period of time that causes you harm and distress and neglect. So obviously people know about physical abuse, they know about sort of sexual abuse. There is like domestic abuse that comes in with the physical and the sexual and the psychological. There's financial abuse and material abuse. So this is financial abuse is being exploited by someone else's gain, financially exploited by somebody else's gain. It's you tend to see it in a lot of vulnerable people. But you can also see it in relationships as well. Where you're having to ask permission to, to use your own money, to spend money, to get money, or you're having to ask for money. You know, they kind of cut you off. They make you feel unworthy. They make you feel low. You get low self-esteem. You get ground down day after day after day being in that toxic relationship. It starts off all loving and nice and, and caring and yeah, don't get me wrong, we had some we did have some really good times. But then it's like once they've got you away from your family, once they've got you isolated, they tend to isolate you away from people and then manipulate you. And they prey on your psychological vulnerabilities as well. They get inside your head. They make you feel worthless. They make you feel like they're the only person that will love you, that will take care of you, but they're not taking care of you. They're wearing you down. You become a tool to them. You become like almost almost a slave um, to their beck and call. You're running your life for them. So you're going out and doing the day-to-day things, you're looking after the house, you're seeing to their needs, you're you're doing the cooking, the washing, the cleaning, but you're not getting anything out of that relationship yourself. You're not being supported, you're not being shown love unless it's on their terms. You're not being given any any respect or anything. You are just treated like a slave, basically. And that's no way to live a life. That's no way to live in um, a relationship at all. 
relationships need to be two-way they need to be you need to be giving both sides need to be giving as much as they're taking they need to be loving you need to feel supported and i know all that now that's the sort of relationship i'm in i'm in now but i learned the hard way and if i could help somebody not learn the hard way then i will do because you know you are so worth so much more that being treated as a slave you are worth so much more than being taken for granted you know if you're not being told by your partner that you're beautiful that you're worthy that you know that he loves you or that he respects you you know i'm not talking about every day i'm not talking about anything i'm talking about you know if you go out somewhere and you make an effort and they compliment you it's nice to receive compliments in it it's nice to be told you look good it makes you feel good. It's giving each other that feel-good factor. And there was, like, none of that at all. And I wasn't allowed to go out places on, on my own unless I was going to work. So, again, work was my release. I touched on I touched on that in my previous podcast. I, t- I said that, like, I was in the relationship and work became my release because I was going out to work and everything. And it wasn't... A very nice relationship at home. I was cheated on, but on more than one occasion, I was made to feel a fool. I was, when I was, in, it was a case of I was going out shopping, and obviously he worked, so I was going out shopping, and everybody else knew that he was cheating on me. That people that I thought were my friends weren't obviously my friends because they didn't they weren't telling me what was going on so yeah I'd been ground down to the point where I didn't think that I could be loved by anybody else I thought this is my norm this is what life was like obviously I've got two children you make your bed you very much lie in it you know so when I did find out that he cheated on me yes I kind of had enough, I went and said no, get out, but then he managed to worm his way back inside my head, he managed to get control again, and then we moved away, so that's like the isolation side of it, I was taken away from my support network, my family, I worked a fresh start, uh, so we did, we moved down south, down to the countryside, so I thought, yeah, great, new place, new start, away from people that he'd like cheated on me with away from the stresses of it all and everything so I did I gave it another go um it just got worse it took me 12 years to leave that relationship it took me 12 years to realize how much I was worth and to get a pick up enough confidence to leave that relationship to be strong and do you know what? It was it was one of those situations where he was that manipulative and that kind of controlling. What they actually was, I decided that I had enough that I could do it. And he'd actually he'd actually to try and convince me to stay or to get me to stay. How good point it was. He'd actually taken a load of tablets. Um, 
yeah, he got he gone to bed and he'd take out his tablets because I told him I was leaving early enough. And I was like, right. But I wasn't in the right space myself. I was down there and I was worked out knowing. I was walking out that front door knowing that he'd had these tablets and that he'd gone he was going to bed. But it was like I needed to get out of the house. I needed that space to eat. So I, I, ran, I actually rang a friend and was talking to a friend walking down the road. And she said, no, you need to, you can't leave, you need to get on the phone, you need to ring like the ambulance and everything, and you need to um, get him seen to. So I did that. I ran, I got the ambulance out, they came, they take, took him away and everything, and they took him to the hospital, and then his mum and dad ended up dealing with him. One of the conditions of him being sent home from hospital was that he was to go to his mum and dad's. And he didn't. They brought him back to my house, to to the house where we were living. And I was like... It was just not nice at all. It was just an unpleasant situation and it wasn't horrible. Anyway, he was like made those usual promises, and it's like, oh, uh, I'm not going to do this, blah blah blah, the usual spiel where they get where they get inside your head. Cause they're very good at doing that. They're very good at getting inside your head and talking to that little voice, the one that's held, the one where you hear doubts inside your head, and you're like, oh, and you start to agree with him, like, yeah, I need this guy, I need to do this. But, so he got into that little voice. And he pushed those buttons. So we, we went, lasted a little bit longer. And then I got in contact with some friends and started talking to them. And I knew that I had to get out of this relationship. If I didn't get out of this relationship, it was going to end badly. I was going to be worn down to the point where I wasn't an example for my daughter. I wasn't able to function properly. And I don't know what I'd have done if I'd have stayed in it anyway. I got out of it. I managed to move back home. Yes, I left the kids down there. The kids were in really good schools. They were settled. They had a good stable friends around them. My best friend was down there at the time. She was looking out for them and everything. And for me, I had to saw myself out and sort of space out. Now a lot of people are gonna think, oh you left your kids and I was like, yes I left my kids. There is a reason behind me leaving my kids as well. Kind of motivated it a little bit. And and that's to do with the fact that it's weird and it still gets to me today because it makes me feel like did I do the right thing? Should I have taken them with me? And I think if I had taken them with me, then it might have solved a lot of the issues that I had with my eldest. But I don't know. It's one of them ifs and ands and pots and pans, isn't it? But now anyway, I am in a much more stable place. I am, I say stable place. <laughs> I'm in a much more loving relationship now. I am really, really happy. I have got that connection, I've got the give and take in the relationship. It is just 
one of them situations where people need to just listen to their gut more, they need to listen to what's inside their stomach, they need to, if something doesn't really doesn't feel right in the pit of your stomach, if you know that the relationship you're in is doing more harm to you than good, if it's not the example that you want to be leading for your children, if it's not the way that you want to be teaching your son to look after his future partner, his future girlfriend, if it's not the way that you want your daughter to see you being treated, if you've got children, if you've got a daughter, you don't want them to be seeing you being in relationships that aren't healthy. You know, and as much of a lot of it can go on behind closed doors and a lot of it can be away from the eyes of the kids and things, kids pick up on things, they pick up on signals in when something's not right. They're not daft. They know when you're not when you're not happy, and they know the difference when you are happy. So, you know, show your kids that you're strong enough to survive, that you're strong enough to be this amazing individual that you are. I took myself away from that toxic relationship. I went off, and I built that happier life. And then my kids are back. You know. And now I've got an amazing relationship. I have got the most loving partner. We have got a beautiful son together. And my daughter now sees him as her dad. He's had he's looked after her since she was about three or four. She might have been a bit older, she might have been about five. But yeah, and they have the most amazing relationship, they really do. It is wonderful to see. And the relationship that she has with her brother is just fantastic. But if I hadn't got away from that toxic relationship, then I would never be showing them the things that I'm showing them now. I'd never be being the role model that I want to be. I'd never be teaching them that love, to love yourself, put yourself first, to develop those strong connections. Because we need to be teaching our kids this. We need to be teaching our sons how to treat their wives, how to treat their future partners, their girlfriends. We need to teach them that it's about it's about love and respect. It's a two-way street. Show them how to give compliments. Show show your daughters how to accept compliments. You know, and that true beauty comes from within, and that they are worthy, and they are so much more worth and value than anything that is on this earth. You know, you just need to share that with them and be teaching them these sort of values because love is everything love unites you love brings you together so believe in love believe in yourself and take the time to look after yourself and do what's right for you because only you can do that only you can choose that path that you want to be on only you know what's right for you and for your family you take care of yourself and make sure that you're being looked after and find that loving relationship find what's out there find yourself because you're out there there's a path there's a journey there's a relationship out there for you but you know what 
one of the other things that I learned is that I am strong enough to have to just look just be myself with my kids as well you know you have got the strength to do that you don't need to rely on others and that may feel weird at first and you may feel like it gets a bit lonely sometimes but you are capable of being a parent doing it for yourself living your life and looking after your children but you've got to if you've got children if you've not got children and you're on your own then be on your own live your life don't just be with somebody for the sake of having company for the sake of the fact that you don't want to be living on your own you know respect yourself enough to know that you're a survivor you can do this and there are organisations and charities out there that can help you get away from those toxic relationships that can help you to get out there the citizens advice that you can go to this women's refuge there's the domestic abuse helplines and things there are charities that will help you that will help and support you and your children through this if you're currently going through a situation where you're feeling like this is me don't be anybody's punching bag value yourself enough to know that it's your body your mind take care of number one and don't be be anybody's punching bag you know in my mind if a bloke hits you just get out it's not a relationship you know you don't deserve to be hit you're worth so much more and you're worth so much more than the emotional and psychological scars as well they will help you grow we do grow through what we go through we learn as we go and we become wiser so there is light at the end of the tunnel there are people out there that can help there are support groups and things and if you need any help with connecting with any of them support groups then pop me a message and I'll happily help you with that as well so yeah let me know if you're getting any value from any of these podcasts let me know what you think I'd really appreciate it um, and yeah just keep being you you are stronger than you think you are and if I can go through it and come out the other side happy and smiling and stronger for the experience then so can you too sending you all lots of love take care bye bye